Hello, everyone. I am Mariah Muhammad with Becker's Healthcare. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We are thrilled to be joined today by Dr. Desmond Brown of Aspen Dental. Dr. Brown, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Great. Well, with that, we can dive right into our conversation. To begin, can you give us some background on your journey to Aspen Dental and what you do now? Absolutely. So my journey to Aspen has been very interesting. Uh, Like many residents at the end of residency, after completing a rigorous program, we are only left with two choices. Uh, Choice A is to go to a traditional private practice setting. And choice B is to go to academia or some hospital type employment. Um, after training, I decided that you know to fully utilize my four years of additional training, I would go to academia. So I went to Indian University, where I was full-time faculty uh, for approximately two years. After two years, I realized that I was not living to my true potential. And there were certain procedures that I was not able to do while in the hospital, office-type-based procedures. That's when Aspen came about. And it intrigued me because of some of the things that it had potentially offered. Um, There was huge flexibility, which negated the fact that I did not have to either be a private practice surgeon or to be a full-time academic surgeon. So the flexibility was one. Um, They had a good compensation, a good comprehensive benefits package. There was no monetary investment on my part. Um, There's a huge network of peers. Um, One of the things that also got great interest from me was the fact that they had a huge specialty support team. And that is what I was looking for, especially as a young or new graduate, being in in the hospital setting and not being able to know what is out there in the private practice world. Um, What was also very intriguing to me was the fact that they had a built-in network. And I did not have to go out and to look for patients and to kind of build up a practice. And the number one thing for me was the clinical autonomy for me to practice the way that, you know, I think I should practice and do the right thing every single time. So that's it in a nutshell why I chose um, Aspen and my long but shortened version. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that background. And in your role as Vice President of Oral and Maxillofacial Surgery Support uh, Services, what steps do you take to ensure your team members feel supported in an inclusive environment? That's a great question. So my role um, is recently created in the last 18 months, and it's to address the same things that you just mentioned. Um, My goal is to obviously you know, um, attend to the surgeons, um, you know, their ongoing developments, their, their careers, majority of surgeons, if not all have, you know, it's a long and hard journey to get where we're at. Um, some of us 14, some of us 16 years of additional schools. So um, what I've done or what we have done as an organization is to build, you know, what we consider world-class educational programs, you know, enhance their surgical training and provide guidance, not just formal training, but also care side support. Um, my personal objective is to bring us all together. We have a pretty large group, um, probably the largest in North America in terms of surgeons, making us uh, one of the strongest 
most skilled and uh, safest group of surgeons in the country. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that insight. And what are a few trends and innovations you have seen in the oral and maxillofacial surgery space within the last five years or so? Um, again, uh, things have changed significantly from when I was a resident, um, especially in the last five years. There's been a significant increase in the number of DSOs. Um, and it, it, it identifies and shows us a lot of things. Um, the amount of DSOs or number of DSOs is probably quadrupled than when I initially got into um, practice. And it shows that there is another side of what clinicians want to do um, in, in terms of work-life balance, which is huge now. Uh, people want to actually concentrate on the clinical aspect of practicing and not on the business part. And with the significant emergence of uh, management service or management support organizations, dental service organization, it shows that, you know, clinicians and practitioners just want to practice. You know, they want to concentrate on what they've trained, what they have learned instead of having to do on the business aspect. Um, other trends that I've seen, um, technology, just like in every other industry, has taken over um, to make things easier, more predictable. In the Aspen offices, we have CBCTs, that's comb beam CT scans. We have um, software, digital software planning. We have 3D printing. And we are on track to be one of the leading um, um, providers of digital transformation. Wonderful, thank you. And we just talked about trends and innovations, but what are the obstacles that you're currently seeing within the oral and maxillofacial surgery space? Um, maybe something that you feel is outdated. Um, great, great question. So um, it's the whole simple, going back to my initial response, it's, Times have changed. Uh, people are no longer have to be locked into, you know, choices or boxes in terms of um, what, how they can practice, where they can practice and what type of practice that they want to be in. Um, that, that was a huge obstacle for me, a huge barrier in terms of how I wanted to do stuff. You know, I wanted to do the, the big trauma cases, the orthognathic cases, the cosmetic cases, but at the same time, I also wanted to take out wisdom teeth and do implants. Um, I would say the biggest obstacle that has been broken in the last, you know, couple of years is the fact that, you know, practitioners, residents, you know, surgeons in general have choices. Um, a lot of times we are boxed in into going into, you know, private practice because a lot of us have um, excessive debt coming out of school. So we're going to choose the place of employment that will help us to get rid of that debt. With the event of this DSO Aspen-like models, uh, practitioners, residents, surgeons can now choose um, whatever direction they have without having a financial um, burden. Great, thank you so much. And uh, is there any advice or guidance um, that you would give a young professional in entering the oral surgery space? 
again, I'll go back to my initial experience. Um, I am from Jamaica, which, which I don't know if you guys got from my accent. Um, I lived in Washington, D.C. I lived in North Florida. Um, there were certain places that I wanted to go and I didn't want to go. My advice to any practitioner, young residents coming out, um, don't isolate yourself. Uh, explore, um, utilize all options available, travel to new places. Uh, a lot of these uh, contracts that you have are not permanent. They're, they all have some type of um, lifespan. So don't be afraid to go out and try something new. Um, I'm from Jamaica and I live in Indiana. Different everything, um, different weather, everything. But I've been here for 12 years and I'm loving it. And it's probably the best decision that I made um, unknowingly. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. And before um, I let you go, doctor, do you have any closing thoughts for our listeners? Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Um, one of uh, TAG's Aspen's um, values is to, you know, whatever you do, you make it matter, make it happen, make it better, and let's do it together. Uh, one of the things that really attracts me to Aspen and I've been at Aspen going on my 11th year is the fact that, you know, one, one of the, the founders said this and he said it pretty well and I truly live by this and I, I see it every day. The fact that they do, think, they do two things really, really well. Uh, they take care of patients, which is ultimately our goal, but they also take care of the doctors. And I feel like when an organization prioritizes the fact that they take care of the patients and they take care of the doctors, it is the ultimate recipe for success. So um, on, upon graduation, and this is not just for young residents, but this could be, I could be speaking to someone who has been in practice for years. You know, um, don't limit your options. Um, just go out and explore and make sure that whatever situation that you are in, that you'll have no regrets and you know that you, you utilize all possible scenarios and so you can practice the way that you want to practice and have that work-life balance that you truly desire. Amazing. Thank you so much for that amazing uh, advice. And Dr. Brown, thank you so much for joining me on Becker's podcast. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. I'd also like to thank our podcast sponsor, Aspen Dental. You can tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page at beckershospitalreview.com. Thank you again, Dr. Brown. Thank you so much.